I'm Sashwat Sahu. I have my colleague Oscar Bader from Munich, Germany for our second session of our podcast series titled From Indus Valley to Silicon Valley. Today we have our guest Anand Vidur Puri, investor at Veshamar Venture Partners. First of all, Anand, welcome to our show and thank you for taking the time to actually speak to us. Thank you so much Sashwat and Oscar. Thank you for having me here. It's 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 a genuine pleasure to be here. and uh, very excited to do this and talk more about this event back in our college days during our mba curriculum everyone used to say there are two kinds of management students those who've been to harvard business school and those who love it so we'd love to know a little bit about your journey about your ecosystem experience in veshamar uh, venture partners as well and your journey so far sure sure so you know i, I think first of all i think hvs uh is a is a great school but uh, i you know i wouldn't think too much into that saying that you mentioned i think i think mbas are are great but there are enough people who don't have mbas or great as well um but yeah you know just about me i i grew up in india uh in a small town called chandigarh which is outside delhi um went to went to college here did my engineering from iit delhi um worked at the boston consulting group for a couple of years then joined Bessemer as a venture analyst and uh, then went to do, went to the US to do my MBA and then came back and joined Bessemer again as an investor uh, you know so that's that's just a little bit about about my background uh, and i think my interest with startups started um, in my college days when i was a part of a very young company called Focut Copy um for those of you who understand hindi focus means free and copy is like a play on photocopy which is like just basically it was a it was a company that was trying to make photocopying free for students in india students do a lot of photocopies uh it was trying to make free for students by basically using one side of the page as a ad for a brand um and that was the first startup that i got involved in i was a sales and promotions manager there I would go to all these photocopy shops and try and convince um, these, you know, local photocopy people to keep our branded pages and make photocopies free. It was it was a great experience. It was it was a lot of fun. And yeah, I think when I joined Bessemer, that was you know it was a great experience there as well. And that's why I chose to come back. And here in India, I spent a lot of time focusing on a bit of consumer internet as well as a lot of global SaaS from India. And uh, those are kind of the two focus areas uh, that I have. That's great. You got a lot of early experiences there just as you said in your in your photocopy business. So, can you tell us a little bit about your experience back then and what experience helped you to get in this position you are right now? Sure, I mean, you know, that was like a college startup. Uh like I said, basically we would go to, you know, think of it like any regular college, you know, people are always like students are always photocopying you know material notes from other students you know you know this is back in the day when everything was still on pen and paper uh, this is you know a lot of students these days are doing everything digitally but this is at the time when everything was pen and paper students would get a lot of photocopies and a typical university photocopy shop uh, would do anywhere between you know 5 and 10 rupees of business which is pretty much like basically at that time 10 to 20000 dollars um even a day sometimes um and uh, you know what i was doing at that time was basically trying to convince local businesses you know think of it like the local coffee shop the local restaurant uh to place an ad 
uh, on these A4 sized papers. And what we would do is we would put a logo of that local business on one side of the paper. And then the students would use the other side to, you know, do their photocopies. And uh, we charge the, the brand some money and subsidize the photocopying for the students. So the brand would pay two rupees per page. Uh, we would keep one rupee. We would pass on one rupee to the photocopy guy. And then the photocopy guy would basically keep 50 pesa and pass on 50 pesa to the student and make the photocopies free. So it was like, a, it, was, it was an interesting business model. I think my biggest learning from that was just hustling, you know, how do you convince, you know, People, you know, people in those days didn't really pay much attention to 19-year-old students trying to convince them of a new business idea. Um, so I think just having that experience talking to a lot of businesses, you know, folks at the photocopy machine centers, students, customers, that was, I think, just very valuable experience that I got. And it just taught me how to hustle. It taught me how to, you know, talk to people, how to, how to ask for, you know, what, what your business needs, how to, you know, do customer interviews. I think a lot of very fundamentally basic, you know, seemingly simple things, but when you're 19, that's like, it's, it's a very, it's a very different and it's a pretty great experience. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's, that's the most memorable part of that job, uh, which I had at that time with that startup. Um, and uh, yeah, I think as I think back now as, as an investor, uh, we still do a lot of that. We still do a lot of customer calls. We still do a lot of, you know, meetings with founders. It's just that now I'm on the other side. I'm trying to evaluate their businesses. But I think the basic hustle is, is kind of still the same. Excellent. How is your day like in a, a typical day like uh, from an investor point of view? Yeah, you know, that's a pretty interesting question because I think a lot of people have very um, mis, misplaced ideas of what a venture capital investor's day looks, looks like. I think uh, my day is basically, you know, filled with meeting people much smarter than myself. Uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much what, what I do on a daily basis. I think each day, at least five to six founder meetings, you know, either over Zoom. I mean, these days it's all over Zoom or Google Meet or Teams or whatever, but you know, pre, pre pandemic and hopefully soon again, it'll be a lot more in person. Um, but, but yeah, you know, basically five to six meetings a day, at least meeting founders, uh, just, just kind of learning about their businesses, trying to understand if there is a fit with the firm, if there's a fit with the investment thesis, if we are a fit for them. Um, and then a lot of, a lot of reading, you know, actually, I think, um, the amount of content on the internet has just exploded in the past few years. And, a lot of good content as well. You know, you have you have you know, Substack, you have you have Medium, you have all your you know startup news channels, your TechCrunch, Law Stories, Inc. Forty Two is all of the world. And I think there's just so much content. Uh, there's a considerable time which is spent reading, just you know, consuming content, trying to understand what's what's new in the world. Because every day somebody has had a great idea and is pursuing their passion and has made a you know big difference in the world and uh, these content platforms really cover that. So that, that, that's the second part. And then yes, you know, if there is time left over, then you, you know, basically try and, you know, think about all the companies you've met, all the stuff that you read, uh, what makes sense, what doesn't, you know, spend some time thinking about your own investment thesis, you know, what are the, you know, new things you've learned that day. I think that, I think that's, that's pretty much the day. A lot of founder meetings, a little bit of reading, and, and some thinking and, you know, self-introspection and just, just imbibing those learnings from all the really smart founders that we meet. 
What I really love, you earlier said back in the days, you really hustled and you're still learning new stuff all the time. What I would like to know from an investor perspective, how do you pick a company actually? Is it based on financial statements, based on a team, or is it really you look into a company and see how these people are hustling just as you back in the days? How do you pick those potential opportunities? Me personally, I think for me, the most important thing or the most important signal for me is the team. I think markets, markets can be like segmented, redefined, changed. Products can be redeveloped. Business models can be pivoted. But people are people are people. And, um, you know, for me, that's the most important thing. And, you know, for example, one of the biggest kind of tests for me is do I buy into their vision and their passion? Have they, have they convinced me of their passion? And would I want to work for them? Because I think those are just some of the soft signals which kind of really talk about how deeply passionate about their idea and how deeply involved in their business and how, how you know, kind of committed they are because a lot of those things are the things that are really important to make a business successful. Um, and, um, and I think that is the most important thing which I look for, just like that passion and that, you know, desire to, you know, change the world or, you know, and, and, you know, the change the world seems like a very large statement, but sometimes the simplest things can change the world. And what you want is the founder believing that what they are doing is going to change the world and just showing that passion, showing that hustle during, during your conversation. So that's, that's like the number one thing for me. I think all else comes, comes second. I mean, the market may be great. The financials may look amazing, but if I don't walk away from the meeting thinking that, oh my God, this founder is so, it's so amazing or this founder is so awesome or I just like the passion oozed out of this person. It's just hard to, you know, get conviction then because, you know, the, the team is just so important. You're also attending the upcoming event, Anand. It's about uh, how to scale companies. And I would love to know from your experience, Can you tell us a little bit about the difficulties or the challenges you see when companies try to scale? What are your experiences there? Can you give some pro tips or some insights? Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, in the event specifically, we're talking about how Indian SaaS startups, you know, SaaS startups which come out of India, how can they scale globally? And hence the title from Indus Valley to the Silicon Valley, saying how can you build a business from India for the world? And I think, look, there are, there are like, so many challenges in building a business, but then when you're building a business from India to a different country, um, in my mind, there are two specific challenges, which are, you know, which, which at least we want to talk about in our panel, uh, which is that, A, how do you choose a market? You know, how do you decide, hey, I am going to sell in the US to mid market, or I'm going to sell to Europe um, to large enterprise. The market choice itself can be so difficult and, It's, it's really important because it's, it's often a very uh, big decision. And once you make it, it's harder to, it's, it's really hard to undo it. Because like, if you decide my, that my market is going to be uh, say the U S uh, then you'll go and hire a sales team there. You will, you know, you know, you will take you two to three months to hire a sales leader, two to three months for them to ramp up. And then if at the end of six months, you realize, Oh my God, this market is not right. It'll take you another three to six months to let go of them. And then decide. So it's basically at least 12 months. And this is like very aggressively. It could be even long, you know, longer. You you basically lost 12 months and you lost 12 months of time, 12 months of cash runway. 
and uh, you know that that's not here at all so i think just choosing the right market making sure you think hard enough is this a market where i can see a gap is this the right market for me to start with or you know to be at i think those are really important questions so that's one thing that i'm going to address um and i think that's that's one of the biggest challenges and the second one is you know how do you scale your sales team i think a lot of a lot of founders pay a lot of attention when they're hiring their first sales person um you know that hey first sales person super important hire spend a lot of time first sales person second sales person but then at some point you're going to have 10 sales people and 20 sales people and 50 sales people right how do you scale from that 1 2 3 to 50 i think that's another challenge because you know people talk so much about your first hires but often the subsequent hires are also really important especially in a cross border business because remember it's quite likely that these people will not even be close to you you know they may be in a different country they may uh, you know you, you may not be able to meet them for like 6 months and so how do you make sure that your sales team is scaling in terms of people in the right way that the right kind of culture is being built the right kind of people are being hired uh, i think that's the other challenge you know so those are two challenges which i think are you know really really interesting to talk about and those are the ones which we're covering the panel and yeah you know quite excited quite excited to do this for sastock thank you so much anand i just like to take the liberty to tell you how we came up with this topic so ideally vishwajit and pranay from our team we were all brainstorming and suddenly vishwajit popped up that you know it's a very catchy name in this valley to silicon valley and uh, we are hosting few of the investors like bashma uh, venture partners which is based out of san francisco as well and you would be coming uh, in one of our panel discussions so it it would really you know be apt for the founders as well as the investors so that's how we came up with this topic and we look forward to host you this weekend uh, we are very excited to meet you and i'm pretty sure a lot of our saas founders as well as saas enthusiasts community members and partners would be looking forward to hear from you as well as network with you that's it from our and um, uh, anand any any concluding notes or any thoughts that you have would love to hear that as well yeah so you know first of all great great name for the event really catchy i think uh, i i totally agree and yes i think you know you know thanks thanks so much for having me here i think uh, the indian saas revolution if you may if you may if i may call it so is is i think just starting i know there are a lot of great companies which have been built already but i think it's still pretty much day one for india saas and really excited to be a part of you know be, be a really small part of this exciting revolution really excited to be a part of this this event which is going to happen on this weekend and uh, really really you know thank thank both of you uh, you know shashwat and and oscar for for having me here i think it was it's a great conversation with both of you Yeah, thank you very much Anand. It was a pleasure having you here and I'm really looking forward to the upcoming event. Thank you.